0: Since it's Monday, it's time for a bit of trash talk. And this week on Trash Talk, Marcy Trent Long talks to Simon Terrell from Redbox Storage and also Kay Leo from Redress about their eff- about their joint effort to reduce clothing waste from storage units.
1: Hey, Trash Talkers. Our clothes are one of the first things that people see, so they're really, really important. However, there's also clothes that you can find that are beautiful and make you look good, but maybe they're secondhand clothes. Because the textile industry creates a great deal of waste, particularly here in Hong Kong. One of the groups that wants to change this in Hong Kong is NGO Redress. And this time they've enlisted the help of storage company Redbox. So welcome to the show, Simon Terrell of Redbox Storage and Kay Leo of Redress. So let's start. This is an exciting collaboration and I think it shows how COVID has brought a lot of people together on a lot of issues. So maybe Simon, you could just tell us about what the collaboration is and where the inspiration came from.
2: Of course. Yes. So what we wanted to do was change the image of storage a little bit and move away from sort of dusky uh, warehouses in the back of industrial estates. And and we felt that um, partnering, collaborating with with leading NGOs in Hong Kong was a way to sort of change that image. Um, I sort of see our business as a um, as a leader of 6,000 customers that we have and we have the opportunity to change a viewpoint about storage so storage traditionally would be to lock your things away and leave them there until you decide you don't want them anymore and why are you paying for it and then you would typically dump um, whatever you had in storage whereas this allows us to strive more of a partnership with our customers to say, look, use us more on an aligned basis as a sort of an extension of your wardrobe. And where you have items, not necessarily just clothes, but furniture, et cetera, um, that you no longer have use for, we can find alternative ways for you to utilize that rather than just it ending up in a landfill and and so therefore we, we, we met and came across Redress who I have a personal interest in, it's uh, what they do fundamentally is what my mother used to do growing up where she would take uh, sort of designer dresses and, and, and recycle them within the community that we lived and uh, you know I, I got given, I've got four children I got given a pair of Gucci loafers by my aunt for my first child and it's been through every single one of my children and now it's going through to my my cousins or their cousins sorry and so recycling I think is ingrained into what we do and um, and so that's why we wanted to be partners with them
1: it is so true I have four kids as well and and you know that fourth kid they're really mad at you I just <laughs> want to say because they never have anything new No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but recycling of clothes and secondhand clothing is just an exciting new, kind of new a little bit to Hong Kong, or at least over the f- past few years. So maybe you could give us a little landscape of the textile waste and, and some of the activities that Redress does to tackle it.
0: Yeah, of course. So Redress is an environmental charity. We Our mission is to prevent and transform clothing and textile waste. You said like it's quite recently these issues came to Hong Kong. Actually, we existed since 2007, so it's been quite a long time, actually. I think the issues of clothing and textile waste is actually in um, every Hong Konger's radius nowadays, actually. is changed a lot. I mean, although sadly the figures is actually still on the rise, you know, currently in Hong Kong, you know, we throw away 392 tonnes of textile waste to our two landfills every day and half of it is clothing. And the sad thing is actually 95% of that is actually reusable, repairable, and recyclable. So why do we throw all this, you know, really useful resources away, actually? I mean, that's the work of Redress, you know, we work to raise awareness, to educate people that, you know, the, the clothing that we wear every single day, that we love, we cherish, you know, it's actually got loads of values, actually. People need to know, and also, like, the actions that they can take, not only knowing about the problems, you know, that's quite depressing, actually, knowing the problems and not knowing what to do with it. It's actually like what um, Simon just said, you know, is about, you know, breathing new airs to it, breathing new lives to it, you know, to circulate it, you know, putting useful resources in use. You know, that's one one, um, you know, very sustainable act in itself, actually.
1: Exactly. And then, well, so the exciting thing is, is, with the partnership with Redress then, I have a storage facility at Redbox. And then, do you make it easy for me? Like, do, you, do, you, do I have to go and pick things?
2: <laughs> we make <laughs> it very easy for you, of course. <laughs> no, we. Um, so it works on two fronts, really. So we have a, a drop-off collection box at the front of our site. So whether you're an existing client and you're going through, as I am this Friday, re- redoing all my storage units to see what I want to keep or not, um, it makes it easy for me to drop that off in reception. But alternatively, also, it's a central point for, for other redress clients to, to drop goods off to, to any of our sites and we will hold them until such time they're, they're sorted and, and reorganised from there.
1: And what will happen to some of the clothes? So we
0: collect all the clothes, store it at Redbox first and then basically one, until that we can actually run our, what we call the sorting sessions. So we get our volunteers actually through usually work through a uh, corporate um their voluntary team or their CSR teams basically and so we were examined or our volunteers together with the redress team will examined every single piece of clothing actually for the quality whether it's men's wear women's wear for whether it's got any damages like stains, torn, ripped anything like that actually and then how useful That piece of uh, clothing is majority of the time actually they're still in very very good condition. I mean on top about like the the practicality of sorting the clothes one thing that the volunteers always so surprised and learn from it is actually like how much we throw away in Hong Kong and how good the conditions of the clothing still are actually. So in itself it's actually a really great educational and engaging activities for those volunteers who come and help us to sort and to find out about the problems face to face actually so after the sorting actually so we we actually redistribute them to over 20 charities in hong kong and so that is about 80 percent of the clothes usually and we sell a small uh, percentage in our second-hand pop-up shop Actually, when I say second hand pop up shop they're actually really stylish and really chic actually. That's the same thing like Simon said, you know, we want to change the image. Quite often people have that image like, oh, you know, second hand clothes really ugly, you know, not very trendy, not very nice, not very nice to touch even. But actually when they come to our shop and also like there are really great charity shops in Hong Kong actually, and they see that, you know, it really helps to change the the image and the perception of use products.
1: Yeah, it really does. But your pop-up shots are everywhere, or do you have just one now? Because I know you moved offices, so I don't know how things are changing.
0: Well, at the moment we still run our pop-up shop twice a year actually. We don't do it often enough. But at the same time, that's the excitement. Our customers actually can't wait <laughs> to come and yeah, shop. I can't wait. What shop?
2: new items are coming yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, unfortunately we haven't been able to host any pop-up events in the past year or so. And, but, you know, it is, again, you know, our mission is about raising the awareness, you know, obviously it is a major uh, fundraiser for us for our chari- charitable work. But at the same time, you know, it is, again, it's an educational activity.
2: I think the education is very important. Uh, Redress also helped us with another NGO that we work with or we've, we've been collecting uh, rugby boots for Laos women's rugby and um, that was through a, a personal relationship that I had and um, we went around all the schools and educated sort of women's rugby in Southeast Asia and, and, and how grassroots it is and um, we, we proposed this collection of rugby boots at the end of the season um, and we managed about 800 pairs of rugby boots and Redress came in and helped organize the Sort with a with a sort-a-thon with one of their corporate clients and then that was all uh, shipped out through DHL back to to Laos for for the young women to use so this this whole education and recycle is such a fundamental por- part of what we do um, because when the, when the children can understand that at such a young age they have the power to to change the direction that we're going
1: Right. Well, it's great. I have to say I wouldn't have expected a storage company. Or what did you call yourself again?
2: A provider of space. (laughs)
1: Provider of space. I love that. So a provider of space company to change basically the business model completely on its head, right? To be not only a provider of space, but also a provider of what to do with all the stuff that I really shouldn't be putting in your space.
2: <laughs> but, it, but a little bit of it is is one man's ceiling is another man's floor, if I'm allowed to say that. sort of, We had an, an experience recently where um, I, one of the NGOs that, that they donated clothes to is also a customer of ours. And I got a phone call asking if, we can, if they could expand their storage to take a load of clothes that they'd just been donated. And then I found out it was from redress. So it went from one client to another client uh, within the same building. And so, what we're doing is really facilitating interaction within our own client base as well as just raising awareness for what redress do.
1: Yeah, it's great. Do, do you think um that textile you know textile weight clothing waste though has the hasn't the situation improved since you guys first started here in Hong Kong at least? Mm, I would say,
0: sadly, not the rates that we've been sending clothing to to landfills. I mean, the reality is actually we are buying too much, we are producing too much and we're throwing away too fast, actually. Still? Still, yeah. But, you know, it is really important the uh, to be able to educate, especially the young citizens you know, they are the future consumers, right? I'm talking about the, you know, kids in the primary school or even preschool, you know. So it's really important to to do that education work, actually. So we work very closely with schools in Hong Kong, actually, because, you know, it it is
1: all about behavioral change here, actually. Totally, I agree. Well, thank you both so much for coming in. This is a very inspirational story and we cannot wait for your pop-up shops. please. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's because you have four kids. Yes, <laughs> you have to dress them. So don't forget, trash talkers, to reach out to Redress because they always need volunteering for their sorting, um, and also to remember Red Box Storage. If you use their facilities, they've got a list. It sounds like of different groups where you can donate the things that you no longer want to store there.
2: Correct. Thank okay. you. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, you very much indeed.
1: You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Many thanks to you, Marcy Trent Long. More Trash Talk coming up next Monday.